0: A Mitch and Jeremy exclusive. Are you ready? On air. You doing? Online. Are you to have a good time? On your smart speaker and wherever you stream. The
1: Mitch Lafon and Jeremy White Show. The
0: Mitch Lafon and Jeremy White Show.
1: Available wherever you stream.
0: Catch up on past interviews and episodes on demand now.
1: Subscribe so you don't miss any of it. Let's get right into this. Very stoked to be talking to Chris Holmes. Mean Man, never give up a bunch of Canadian dates. Hitting the screening of Mean Man on September 16th at the Piranha Bar in Montreal. You can check it out in Quebec City at the Interview GMPO as well. Uh, September 23rd at the Port Theatre in Cornwall. Also going to be hitting Toronto the Rock Pile on the 21st. Get your tickets online wherever you get your music as well. Uh, welcome back to the show. Uh, Chris Holmes, how you doing, man? Great to yeah. see you.
2: Good. Good. Good, yeah. good. good. good, 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 good. So cool. just um. I'm still suffering from um, the, the effects that I, I had cancer at the beginning of the year, and uh, just the radiation yeah, of what it did to my neck and everything, you know. So I'm still suffering it.
0: Well, okay, well, let's start there. Let's, let's talk about that. You had this tour planned, and then, of course, you had this cancer diagnosis yeah uh, first of all we're glad to hear that it's cleared up which is which is great but but uh, talk to me yeah, about was, how it's affected you and 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 what's going
2: on i was um extremely lucky that the cancer that i had is was treatable because a lot of them is not treatable a lot of it certain kind of cancers is not treatable like when you get pancreatic you know stage four and they say hey we're going to try to fight it no you don't live you just right. don't right. you know that's the same kind Benelli had yeah frankie you know yeah, whatever you love frankie so I'm, oh he's fr- yeah so i'm extremely lucky that it was just in my throat um and i caught it at a really early stage you know and uh it's just um the radiation that they lay in this machine and it's like it's a big donut and they, they, you go inside it and uh, you wear this mask so you can't move at all and you can hear they're the doing the radiation all the way around you, you know, it's, it's 360 degrees. Da, 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 you hear that yeah. clicking, that every right? Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it, it's my whole neck was black after about the four or the fifth week. It was, I mean, burnt really bad, you know. And uh, I couldn't I couldn't even swallow water. I had to be fed through a, a feeding tube, you know, in my nose. Wow. And uh, that, that freaked me out. That freaked me out, you know, seeing people with that in their nose, I was like, how in the fuck can, how can you, I can I, sorry, can I swear? Yes, I do yes, you swear? can. I, some of the things. You they can, can fucking go. swear all okay. day long. All right. So anyway, I, I seen people with the thing in their nose, you know, a feeding tube. I was like, man, how can you handle that? You know, I was going, if I had to do that, uh, I don't think I could handle it. But once the doctor said, he goes, Chris, you're losing too much weight. You got to eat. eat. I, go, I can't shove anything down my throat. So what are you going to have to do? So. I was so scared to get that done, you <laughs> know, big old me. But when they did it, I couldn't even feel a tube, but down my throat, it didn't bother me. You know, oh, wow,
1: you didn't feel anything. Yeah.
2: It, well, I, it, it, they put it down in your nose, and it, they go now tilt your head back. It felt like you know they do a COVID test, wake you yeah, your yeah. nose, and then you go ah. It's that it gagging like that feeling,
1: at, then it goes away. Oh
2: yeah, yeah, it felt like that at first, and then when they do it in your nose, the tube it's got a little like a guitar string in the middle, the size of a, a G string and that keeps it straight and it goes down your stomach and then they right after they do that they got to x-ray you and make sure it's in your stomach and it's not going some like in your lungs or something and then once once they make sure it's in the right area then they pull the string out the metal tube and then you, you can't feel it you know, i thought you'd feel it in your throat and i didn't it didn't bother me you know for for about two months it didn't it, what bothered me was being hooked up to the feeding machine right this yeah. pump and easy. I got to sit there all day, and it's just you know, there's you can't do too much. You got to be sit by the damn pump. You know, now, what are they, they feeding you a-
1: with? I mean, it's not a turkey dinner going through that tube. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like it, it was all liquid. It was all liquid. Like yeah. uh, nowadays, nowadays, since I'm not on a feeding tube, I got to drink. You know, it's th- these things and things called Ensure. Oh yeah, yeah. You no, know, they're for yeah, it's the supplements people. like
1: protein drinks and stuff.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. They're they're for people my age. But anyway, um, <laughs> I. uh, I got i still have to drink four of those a day but but that's it, this the liquid stuff was like that i'd have to just sit there and now none of the stuff that they fed into me was gravity fed mm. you know like they have to put up above your head it was fun it was with a pump goes through a little pump. so and i um, I'll I be spitting a little bit during this interview because my mouth's still really screwed up. Yeah, that's okay. Um, we spit all the time. It's no fun. No, 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 no. no not like me. I spit about 200, 300 yeah, times Mitch a is day. a spitter, not a swallower. <laughs> yeah. It's gross. <laughs> I got these cups all over the house.
1: It's funny you talk about having a drink and sure because I had weight loss surgery a couple of years ago and I still have to take you know like uh, like at least two protein shakes a day in order to get enough protein intake in me so I right. the, the dietary supplements I mean they they come in handy you know
2: yeah did, did you have your stomach clipped
1: yeah I had it cut off like ninety percent of it cut off oh did, did it work for it work for you and yeah doing? man dude I, fuck my highest well, weight at one point was like three hundred and eighty five pounds I'm like the lowest I've been is like two. Fifteen in the last couple of years, so it yeah. saved my life.
2: All you had to do is just get a little bit of cancer. Let me tell you, you drop your weight quick, man. <laughs> yeah, no thanks, no thanks. I, I, I weighed about I, I, well, they do kilos here, but I weighed probably two uh, two twenty kilos, which is about uh, two hundred and I'd say sixty pounds. Mm-hmm. Right. Or fifty. I know this is. I don't know the con- the conversion rate about it. But I went down from two hundred and thirty down to nine to, uh 180 one eighty. One we're usually one eighty within a two months, and uh, I just didn't eat. I t- I took morphine, laid in bed, and then wow. I went and got the I went and got the treatment every day. You know, and uh, 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 yeah, I, yeah, yeah.
0: Doctor Oz never talks about the cancer diet. That's that's uh, what <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> yeah, really, <laughs> seriously. I'm
2: still on, I'm still on the insurance because I still I can't taste the uh, everything tastes like crap that I try to eat. And plus, they cut uh-huh. out my bridge. I had to have a fee- a bunch of teeth m- removed because uh-huh. when the when the br- radiation goes through your face, if you have any kind of cavities or bad teeth, it goes down your throat. Yeah, you know, it affects your face and all that stuff. They don't tell you all that crap,
1: you know. Yeah. No, my grandfather had yeah. prostate cancer, and they they just called the other day. They're like, "Oh, there's a lesion on like your lower back. We're gonna do some radiation. It'll take care of itself." And I'm like, "This shit's not going anywhere anytime soon, man." The like, cure for cancer, I mean, it's uh, you know, I think it's more like just uh,
2: putting you on the mend, really. No, they they got a newer cure right now that's that that works almost like. It's a mistake that they found it. It was almost like like a You know how COVID attacks mm-hmm. the cells and it's got receptors. Yeah. Well, this. This thing attacks can- only cancer cells, but they got re- it's going to be five years research. But if they yep. get it going, it'll be it's a promising, it's a promising. Uh, uh, I forget the name. A promising uh, research. If it's wow. good, people won't have to go through the radiation and the chemo. Boy. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> Just real quick,
0: how is your health overall? Because you you were known as as a wild and crazy partying guy. So I mean, the liver, the kidney, all that shit must have must be Uh, shot. I mean, are you doing
2: okay otherwise? And and I've drank really really hard all my life since I was I've got to be about thirteen since I first seen my parent my mom's alcohol real bad. High school smoking cigarettes. I smoked Camel uh, wides till i was about 50 um 50 yeah, a I day miss- no till I, I was 50 and um I, you know I, i'm not because i asked the doctor could could this cancer have been because i smoked and drank he goes he goes he can't blame it on that he goes some people that don't ever smoke all their life gets cancer so you can't huh. say yeah. it's that but he goes it could have contributed to it um it, it, it's you know i don't know there'll be probably be a lot of people going, if you didn't smoke, you wouldn't have got cancer. I, who knows, you know, some mm-hmm. people get it and one out of three get it in their lifetime. They say, and I just happen to be the one, you know, but yeah, yeah I'm, I'm just glad it, w- it was, you know, I can sur- get it done, survive, whatever. I, it's um, I still can't eat. I hear it's going to take me about a year until I can taste food. Wow! You know. It's funny you yeah, say that. Well, I mean, like,
1: it wasn't the drinking and the smoking that you can blame. I mean, like, you know, look at Eddie Van Halen when he got his tongue cancer. He was like, "Oh, it wasn't because of my smoking. It was because my metal guitar pick." Like, you never it, really know. But
2: let's it, be it, honest. It, well, the kind the kind that he had was in his tongue. They had to cut out some of his tongue. They had to cut out a bunch of it. And it, you know, that kind of cancer, I don't know if it gives. I don't think it really comes from it because, and, and then it goes in your lymph nodes, and then you're screwed yeah but i don't think that's from smoking really what he had you know the kind that i had was more more from smoking but he had some different kind of cancer you know
1: yeah and he yeah, ate yeah, till yeah. the day he died too so <laughs> yeah he
2: he was a good friend if you know yeah hey, I mean, let's, let's
1: talk a little bit about eddie because uh, i mean obviously it's kind of famous now that you lent him the destroyer to record women and children first yeah talk a little bit about that in your relationship with eddie
2: Oh, man. Well, I i got I got a destroyer. This has to be about 77, seven, probably 76, because he got one. And down in Pasadena, there's a store called The Sound Chamber. They had one for, I think it was $230. You know, it was an Ibanez. It was not a Gibson. Yeah. It was an Ibanez. I got one because he got one. And it played great. And he uh, he had he had cut out um, a, a V in the back of his but he drilled holes and cut it a, yeah, he turned it into the shark the guitar
1: and he said it sounded like yeah, shit
2: he, yeah he well, he was a furry. He made the first shark guitar really you know but he drilled holes and cut it out and then he put um t- turnbucklers in it that yeah. that tightens the like garage door things you see them on almost it. like on it, the like looked, a wrestling looked, ring yeah yeah and it looked kind of cool but it changed the, the tone of it it changed the tone of the guitar really that radical and uh, mm-hmm. i had one and he got off the road and i had just I crashed a motorcycle. I miscalculated a corner and didn't make it. And went. I just went off a cliff and I had hurt my back and I was in the hospital laid up in traction and he came in and uh, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, Hey, I'm d- doing an album, another album. Blah, can I borrow your Ibanez? I go, yeah, yeah. It's at home. Uh, you know, I go, I'm not going to be playing for a few months here. So uh, I go, can you loan me? That's the only one I got. Can you loan me something so when I get out? i got to play and he gave me the, that shark guitar for a while yeah. that actual one but he just borrowed mine you know and it was funny when i went he would he had already split on the road and i took his over his, his house and his mom was there and um i go hey uh it's my guitar here that ed bar she goes go look in his room you know a bunch there's a few guitar case i go in there i found my case i open it up <laughs> the bridge was off it the pickup was out and i was like I, the bridge was off and it was backwards and, I was, and it was just you know the kind of bridges you can just take off and put on it didn't have the whammy bar right it's like and it was like um it you can stop take them, it like a yeah yeah like a les paul you can take the bridge off and turn them around but it was around backwards i was looking at it and i was going how in the f did he play this but he's probably i don't know he just, who knows who knows what it didn't bother me I, you yeah. know i got it but it didn't really it didn't bother me, you because know, I tear shit apart all the time too. The pickup was in there; it was just in the little drawer part, and the rest of it was. So it didn't bother me, you know. He yeah. just fixed it. You're like, what the shit. fuck? Like, this is my guitar. He just started taking. I lent it to you. It it, it <laughs> didn't bother me. It didn't, yeah. you know. If I was, if I was really worried about, you know, the guitar, it didn't, you know. He's trying different stuff. It didn't. Yeah. I didn't care, you know. Did you, know? you ever ask it, him why he was,
1: turned the bridge around or why no. he put
2: now he went off on the road and I didn't see him for another five, five or six months. You know, no, I never,
1: I didn't really care. It's amazing it how work. like just something like that can change the tone of the guitar. I mean, like, what was he thinking oh, in his mind? You know, like,
2: it's those, the guitar that, that kind that Ivan is made out of some special wood called Krina. You know, mm. I don't know too much about it and it yes. has just has a certain resonance to it. You know, and um, it's you know, I just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. One time, one time when I had moved to Pasadena, when I was, I think I was eighteen, um, in the early days, uh, Ed came over. We were smoking some Thai weed, and um, my, uh, we the windows were down. We were trying out this amp. and I go, something's wrong with this amp. So we were checking out. and He was playing my guitar, and we cranked it. And the windows were down. He goes, "Hey, your neighbors gonna get mad." I go, "Fuck the neighbors." Yeah. And he was playing a bunch. He was just you know um, noodling, right? You know, that's just right. pulling some licks, yeah. whatever. And I was, and when he was noodling, I was going, man, I hope the neighbors think that's me playing. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> They're like, damn, yo, Chris got pretty good overnight. What happened there? <laughs> that's funny. I was, just thinking, I was hoping they were thinking it was me playing. <laughs> you, do you remember <laughs> yeah, what Lexi was playing? Like, was it like any tapping did, stuff? He, he was just noodling, just just noodling stuff. I couldn't tell you, you know. I wish I had a tape recorder then, you know. Yeah. But he he. Uh, he he had a he had a heart of gold. There's people that he didn't like that you and you don't want to be around him when he don't like you, you know. But he he had a heart of gold, and he was um he, he's he was an inspiration to me, uh, about how to treat other people when they're around you, you know. Yeah, and, uh, he, you know, even though um I don't play like him, I tried kind of when I was younger, but I you know I can't might as well just play what you play, you know.
1: Yeah. So, it's nice to hear you talk about Ed in that way because, you know, everybody seems to have the same sentiment about Edward. You know, he was a really he's nice guy.
2: Totally, totally cool, man. Totally cool. You know, it, and it'd take a lot to piss him off. But if it's, right. you know, it's, he's just, uh, it's sad that he's gone. You know, I'll never yeah. talk to him again. But uh, it's, you know, nobody, you don't live forever. Well, in, in 100 years, yes, in 100 years, this plant will still be here turning right in the same spot. We'll all be gone right yeah just just remember, when, when you're when you're hearing him noodling yeah. in the backyard and stuff
0: do you just sort of say eh, maybe i'll just quit and become a drummer because i can't i can't i can't compete <laughs> like, like the, is it is it an inspiration I, 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 or is it
2: somewhat depressing I never i never looked at it as competing okay i, I never i never once would ever look at at uh, in the early days with Was, we looked at other bands to compete against them. It, it's been the crowd size and stuff, but uh, as of his guitar players and stuff, my friends, no, nah, I could you know I'm I'm the way Ed played. I'm happy that I knew knew him and grew up watching him go from nothing to, to the start of me was. I'm, I'm it makes me happy that I saw somebody do that. Go from right. where they were to how big. Uh, and I never looked at it as a, a competition thing. I just, you know, he had a certain touch. He had a certain mm-hmm. touch that was just out—he outrageous. He took, you know, he was an Eric Clapton freak. He took the, and loved Billy Gibbons. He took the best of whatever guitar players and learned to do what he did the way he did. And he just, you know, took it to another, he took it to another, another level, man. Yeah. He made the rock guitar what it is. Since Today. you were
1: there in the scene in the moment in real time, seeing Edward trans, you know, go from Van Halen Wand all the way through the 80s, I man. How quick was it for all the other guitarists in the area to start wanting to play like him, get in the amps, trying to
2: do their guitars? Uh that was all that that was all after 82. Yeah. 82, you know. I mean, I when Juan started, there was a few good bands that was cool. And before that, the bands in, in LA there was a band called stormer at the time in the seventies that had a killer guitar player named jimmy bates monster player man he's like he and he played a right-handed guitar left-handed so it was the strings were upside down wow. and the dude had the most wicked bends i've ever seen in my life this guy named yeah. jimmy bates i i, I don't know whatever happened to him he's one of my favorite players there once uh van halen, it took till about the third van halen album and every other damn guitar player came into town to do a you know, a glam band or whatever, a hair band or whatever. There's it just got so flooded in eighty five and eighty six, it was just unbelievable. Everybody and their sister thought they were gonna make it famous. Just play a few chords and look good, you're gonna make it. Yeah. Maybe, you know, and it's just over flooded the market, you know. But uh yeah, Ed, if it wasn't for him, if it wasn't for him, I would not guaranteed not have the sound that I have today and not really? know uh, oh yeah oh yeah yeah it's because there's a lot of tricks on Marshall's uh that i learned from him just being around him plus i worked at sir Vegas speaker company when mm-hmm. i was 19 for a while and i learned a lot about sound I, it's a speaker company so yeah. i mean and i work i worked in quality controls and uh, i learned a lot about speakers and stuff there you know but, right um, yeah, yeah if, it wasn't, if it wasn't for ed i wouldn't i wouldn't um there's a lot of tricks about using an amp that I wouldn't have learned. You know? Do you remember some of those tricks that he taught you? He didn't really taught me. It was just being around him, seeing what he did, right. setting the gear up the way he did. Um One mm-hmm. thing I learned from him that nobody else knew is instead of like the old Marshall amps did not have a preamp on them. They just had one volume, and you had to crank the thing to make it sound good. Sometimes it's too loud, but he figured out... You take a, do you know what a variac is? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. A, a, you can't take a dimmer switch off the wall. It has to be a variac because the amp stay the same, but the voltage drops. He yeah. figured it out to take one of those and plug your amp in between the amp and the wall and turn it down and the volume goes down, but still sounds cranked. Yeah. He figured that out. And I did, I learned that in the seventies, which no, not too many people knew about, you know, and it made it so you can play clubs with the amp crank, but it's down lower. still so have a good sound. Yeah, you know, b- it was before it was before Marshall's they actually had preamps, you know. Yeah,
1: it almost the uh, the variac literally became your volume now cuz you could crank it that's all the way up was. to 10 and yeah.
2: Well, it's just like a light bulb a tube and it turns down the tube, the voltage going the tube so it's down lower. Yeah, you can turn it down way way far too, too and it yeah. still sounds good. It's just hard It's on also the trans- how he
1: got that sort of like really saturated kind of sound as well.
2: Well, that's that's how he did, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah 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 and and it's it's a nice warm t- it's still a nice warm tube sound and the, the plates on the tubes are still iron versus um like the digital stuff today it's all silicone that's where you get crappy yeah. distortion that's weird but yeah i learned a lot about you know where to put the amps on stage and stuff like that you know and um it was it was just to see the guy go from where they were to to what they are you know i'm glad that i was i was there you know did, did it go
0: did the relationship go the other way were there were there's things that you were doing that
2: ed went oh oh i need to do no that too. no because <laughs> no, once once feeling. he got his, once he got his record deal he was working so dang hard touring and playing it's it's i didn't get to see him that much you know i saw him a lot more before he had his before they had the record deal yeah you know because gotcha. i'd i'd go down with him to the starwood and help set up their gear you know in the daytime they'd always play tuesday thursday nights on k um it's a star with, I forget what they called it. KNC see something night on Thursday night? And my, the drummer in my band, this is when I was 18. The drummer in my band was their sound man. This guy named Tom Broderick. So I would go out and I'd see him play every, every night or, or every, every Thursday at the end of the month, you know, they, not Yeah. Yeah. Just, I think it's Thursday night. It wasn't Friday.
1: You know? did, did yeah. Did he keep any of like a, uh, any board tapes from back in the day of the shows that he did sound for?
2: <laughs> it's been so long, you know, it's, it's, it, you know, I've been married twice, and you know when you're divorced, you lose everything. Yeah. You know, you had, you know, who knows where it goes and what. So I, I used to have a bunch of board tapes. I couldn't even, you know, I've lost all my stuff yeah. three or four times. So it's wow. all in the, it's all in the dust of, of time. You know, Ugh. and who'd have, who'd have tapes nowadays? You know, you do you know anybody the cassette tape? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, they're coming back. A lot of people are doing them now. Yeah, I know, which is,
0: which is ridiculous. Yeah.
2: I'm- <laughs> Uh, I let me been just
0: hear about about five years. Wow. Well, let me just quickly ask you a, a, about uh, the band's visual and and about your place in the marketplace at that time, because you, you go back to 83, 84. three, eighty four. We're talking Culture Club. We're talking Flock of Seagulls. There's a, the, you know MTV's coming into into play. It's very cutesy cutesy. It's very uh, TV image oriented. That yeah. that is starting. And then you guys yeah. come out with animal fuck like a beast and, 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 you know, Meat on stage. And the, was that a, a, a way to get noticed? Was it, was it a, a was it a difficulty where, where MTV and, and, and record companies went, ah, just you know, fucking tone it down? Like, talk to me about that image and, and working with that
2: in that environment at that time. Well, the image comes from, first of all, um, right before wasp Blackie had a band called circus circus you can look it up on youtube and see what he was doing before that it was he was in he had he had london with Nikki for just a little bit right before that a hot
0: minute as we say
2: yeah, yeah before that it was there was sister which i was in for a while but the clothes were glam it, it was it wasn't black leather it was a I remember there's a few pictures of me wearing this stuff, and I hated the hair all fringe. I just hated it. I hated the glam thing. That's just not me. It's not what I, my I was brought, born the way. I grew up. That's just not my yeah. gig. Right. You uh, tell me so you didn't I want to dress I, like a girl? I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I don't want to sit here and so I, I hate saying it, I felt like a fag, but I don't. And I don't want to bash gay people. Okay, right. please, I'm not. Like right. That's. I just I felt like something that I'm not yeah okay um anyway so and and this is how the image came about once. about two let me let's see 80 the beginning of 82 um i had i had just gotten out of jail for DUI, and um um my sister gave me this hey this guy Blackie called um and, and I was looking at it, and I was supposed to go back to go to, uh, to work at Sterling Vega, but I, since I had to go to jail, I had him lay me off so I could collect unemployment in jail. You smart. Know, is smart, yeah, yeah. So anyway, I just got out of the clink, and she goes, "Hey, this guy Blackie called, and I just was going to call him up because I, you know, just say hi, whatever, blah blah blah. I didn't want to play with sister, and he goes, he goes, I want to talk to you, Chris, real bad. I go, what about what? He goes, that's just can I, I need to talk to you. So I go, cool. He goes, when can I talk to you? Go, he can't. I go tomorrow. So he came up the block to where I live walking yada, and we went out to Dominic's and he's telling me about this band. He goes, I got this band, but it ain't going to work unless you're in it. You got it. He's hassled me to be in it. And I go, so what's the deal with me? He, Cause he played with me and sister. He knew the way I played, you know, I played, I recorded a few times and he knew the way he knew the way I'd be on stage, you know, or the way your personality and he gave me this tape wasp and I didn't even know white Anglo-Saxon Protestant. I thought a bug at first. I was like, well, you know so um he goes listen to these songs blah blah blah. i listened to him and i called him i go what's the deal he goes well can you play in it and i go well if you want me to i i gotta ask my mom if i could live at our house for not pay rent live there because you can't work a job nine to five and then rehearse and then do a band it's just you can't what is both things are going to suffer and you know at this time i don't know about now but you just can't so uh I decided, my mom said, yeah. And I decided, yeah. And the road warrior had just came out. Oh the, yeah. The road warrior with Mel Gibson too. Right. And uh, I just seen that movie and I was like, uh, Blackie got to check this movie out. Plus there was a band called heaven. Have you ever heard of them there? They broke up, but they were like, they were a cool looking man. They were like road warrior too. They're from us. They were from Australia. We went, saw the movie and that's where we took the image from. The road warrior, you know, the ass cut out of the pants, the guy on the motorcycle. Yeah, yeah. a lot. The, the, they have the, on the. the, um, the, yeah, the Jeremy loves
0: the, that look. By the way, he, he loves that. Yeah. <laughs> the assless traps. Oh that. yeah, he Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: you can see that big, especially when you got big, big pimples on your ass. You know? yeah,
1: he, oh, the cellulite. Well, but, oh, I'm so fucking hard right now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> loves it, uh, but well, but hey, but, ultimately, but ultimately, though, d- d- does it hurt the band or did it help the band? Because having an image, usually, you know, with Kiss and
2: Alice Cooper and Dave, it helps, right? It it, you know, it helped the band. If, yeah, but then the image, it's you know, they always portray black leather and all that stuff as as dev- as as negative worship, devil worship. It's not like striper, yeah. white and pretty. Black's evil. You know, so everybody thinks we're evil at that point, you know. Yeah, and the, dum- the, black. the
1: bumblebee look is it's safe. But if you're just all black,
2: well, no, black yeah. is bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, I will look at look at a few years later, Ross, Blackie was wearing white and we changed our clothes. I wore, I wore a black and red jumpsuit and stuff and we changed our look. It ruined it. The Inside the electric yeah. circus, ruined the band, ruined it. It was history for that. It ruined it. Blackie was wearing white. Come on. You know, once you're a monster, you're always a monster, regardless. There is oh, yeah, no exactly. in it. There's no way so, to sanitize so, that. Yeah. So we we did the torture act with the chicks on and that came from from the um Mad Mats. Which, you know, the guys on the front of the cars all strapped up there. That's yes. the why it came there. Yeah. And then plus <clears throat> plus kind of torturing girls on stage in eighty-two wasn't as bad. If you did it now, whoa boy. Oh. Could you could you imagine all the me Too's after you and all that? It wouldn't even be funny. You
1: know, yeah, you'd be probably then. be banned from TikTok and Instagram.
0: Right,
2: this would be back then. You
0: know? <laughs> no, no wasp on TikTok. How, how horrible!
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, you know, so that's where the image came from in, in early, early. You know, back then, and uh, yeah. it's uh, it was sad when it, when we started getting all more glam. I hated it. You know. Well, it's, it, what was sad is once after the first album, everybody, we toured had a good time, blah, blah, blah. We were brothers once, once Blackie went, oh, there was going to be me on the album cover. That's when it was, it was, it was was a piece, the band was a piece of crap shit then. It was shit because there was one guy with his head, head so big. um, It was embarrassing to be around him. I I was embarrassed to even be in a a club with him after the show because of the way, you know. B- yeah but by anyway,
0: the way why do you think that happened because you, you you build a career you're you're all over mtv i, I mean i was watching you on mtv of course he was you, in the
1: dungeon master but, too don't hey, forget and that and all this yeah. stuff
0: why did the suddenly band,
2: oh it's the, just you know, me i mean it was the band i was watching i was watching a, uh, I was watching a pro, uh, thing on queen on youtube you know a, a documentary freddie mercury they go freddie why, what, what, what made your, how'd your band stay together so long? He says, took a hit off his cigarette and goes, well, you know, there's, in most bands I see there's always one asshole that thinks he's better than everybody else. I went, whoa, dude, I know exactly where you're coming from. I don't, yeah. Yeah. it's like this show, Jeremy thinks that, it's terrible. Look at yeah. Metallica, look at Metallica, we toured with them. Yeah. We toured, at, still the same members, look where they went. Yeah. You know? You know, most most bands that keep the same members and keep a friendship together, um, you, you will will go long places.
1: You know, I mean, it's look just, at Def Leppard; they're still playing stadiums together. It's been the right. same lineup
2: since uh, you and, know Steve
1: passed away. And with,
2: and, the, with the drummer, with the drummer with one arm, you know, hey, even though he didn't do the last album, who cares? You know, he's right. still going out and playing, and yeah. and it, that's 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 working with everybody. You know, mm-hmm. it's there's it it's yeah yeah it's it's called it's called a malignant. Narcissist. That's all I can say. About do you know? That. Do you know what
0: the key to success is? Sharing the publishing, so that one guy doesn't have a private jet and a pool, while the other guy's driving a used Honda and and you know living pedal with on his the, mom. Pedal.
2: pedal on the bike. Yeah, I know. It's, what do you do? Yeah. Sharing do you the do?
0: publishing. That's that's how you keep everybody yes. happy because every well, you know, I I'm the songwriter. Really? That guitar riff. Where did you get it from? Oh, that was yeah. That's mine. That's called writing for the song too.
2: Yeah, it's it's you know it's a big hassle. Was was I didn't understand how the business works in the early days, and if somebody doesn't tell you or teach you, uh, you don't understand. And so and and um, it's just the way it is, you know. Yeah. Ha- have it, you hey, thought of bringing that
0: message to to younger bands? I mean, have you thought of doing a series of books or or cl- classes where you say, listen? I've been through the meat grinder. Let me tell you how to avoid the meat grinder. Because I think fans or or, or or bands would be like, oh, okay, a professional telling us the pitfalls yeah. and, and what to do. I,
2: I've said a bunch of few things on the internet about it. Uh, right. You know, I say, hey, DTA, don't trust anyone. I was going to do, with Eddie trunk, a seminar on the Monster Cruise last February, but I, I was going to do that after uh, they were going to premiere my video, my video, documentary and then we we're going to sit and the people are going to ask questions and we we're going to talk about that on the boats they've got to film it whatever going on the internet i don't know and I, I, got, I got sick and i couldn't do it so oh, yeah. um yeah i would uh you know it's, it's a different business nowadays and i don't think you get as, <coughs> as publishing and all that shit with the internet completely different situation you know i don't know you got to really sell a lot like Ed cheering to actually worry about that stuff now, you know? Um, right. It's, it's, um, you know, and number two about doing a book and writing thing is I got dyslexia, so I don't really spell or read that good. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's okay. Play one hell of a guitar, hey, did, I'll tell you that. Yeah. I to cheat to get through school. You know, really? I'm not, I really, <clears throat> I'm not that good of a player. I'm not, you know, I just, I just, I have a, I have a sound that's my own. It's totally my own and nobody else's. And that's what helps. Uh, you know, uh, um, I was trying to learn some shredding stuff the other night and I couldn't do it. I just play what I play, you right. know?
1: Well, but Hey, that's the secret to having your sound playing
2: what you play. Why be anybody else? Yeah. It's just, it's stupid to try to emulate somebody else. Cause if you do, you're just going to be like everybody, you know, I've done another Jack of the trade. Just like, um, the wasp is just a cover band. Now all the guys playing because the guys, the guy that Blackie has playing, he's just generic. There's 55,000 million other guitar players, just like the guy. You, If somebody else <coughs> stood in, you wouldn't even be able to tell it. So it was different, you know? Yeah. yeah. And how, how, how horrible how horrible I play made, just makes a difference, or good, or whatever. It stands out, you know?
1: Well, it's part of the sound, you know? I mean, it's, it's, it's like Van yeah. Halen without Eddie. I mean, without his playing, I mean, that band wouldn't have been what it was. I mean, it, you know, Wasp wasn't Wasp without
2: your guitar. Right. If I told you my a few of my tricks, you'd you'd go, "Oh my God, I can't believe it!" But I don't want to. A, a lot. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll tell you one thing: is the chords the chords that I hit are only two notes. I hate three note chords. Mm. I cannot. I hate. Do you know what that means? It's very punk of you. A, no, a two note is a root and fifth. The third note is a three note chord is a root, fifth, and a third. Yeah. And I don't like. I don't like the third sound because it creates harmonic distortion. Mm-hmm. And it that's white noise and pink noise. It's really crappy, and I never liked it. You know, I learned that from working at strolling Vega. But most yeah. chords I hit are two notes. So you're <laughs> just using
1: the one. At, so you're using a one and one and three fingers basically the whole time.
2: One just the one and and, a, yeah. and a, the the pinky. And if you can hit an E you can hit an E chord all six strings or a G chord all six strings with two notes. There's certain ways of doing it. Yeah, muting
1: them and you know using the other fingers as a as a stop or yeah,
2: yeah. You can hit a G chord, hit all six strings at two notes, a G and B. You can hit an E chord and hit all six strings, and it's only hit E, B, and E and B. You know, mm-hmm. or, a G, or a G and a, a G and a D, whatever you know, whatever. The, the <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you say right? that because
1: now that I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go back and listen to those uh, those songs and be like, oh shit, look, he's only playing two notes.
2: Yeah, uh, there's a few songs that I had to play three, like a wild child's a B minor. Yeah, right. you know, but most of them are only those two notes. What happens is in harmonic distortion, harmonics, mm-hmm. it's up in a higher register above uh, uh, five to, to 10k, which is higher. It creates harmonic distortion, which is it's uneven and that creates white and pink noise. Like when you listen to Motorhead Live, you get a lot of pink and white noise, you know. Yeah. And if if it's just the root and fifth there's it i've learned that from working at, at on oscilloscope at work <coughs> i' played my guitar on <coughs> a sine wave at work I asked my boss hey what's the deal with this and he told me he said you don't like us that's distortion you don't want that and and so I'd learned to play the chords without it and it's I came up it was just two notes it was weird it's kind of know. yeah yeah interesting yeah interesting. Like I was at Cirque in Vegas, I used to, we you did a lot of. I was playing my guitar. We were doing something with the guitar amp, and my boss my boss came by. He's really smart guy. And I was, I just asked him, "Hey, what's this? Why is that doing that?" And he told me that's harmonic distortion. You don't want that in there. So when I took when I hit hit when I didn't hit the third, it it was gone. And I hit the whole chord, and that's when I, I was like, "Wow! So this is what I want it to sound like." He goes, "That's what that's an even sound to the human ear. That's be good." Yeah. So it's, it's 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 a it was a learning thing to me, you know.
1: And it's funny how like small little things like that can really make a difference when it comes to the sonics of a <laughs> it, record, or you know,
2: right? Yeah, it made it made total difference to, to um to, to the way I play. And then plus me being a, a speaker freak or just learning about speakers because I worked in quality controls. I knew where to mic them real good in the studio. You know, sometimes one time we were I was playing and I was using a four ten bottom, right? And the sound kept; it was changing and changing. And an engineer, we looked at each other, we go, "What's going on?" We went out because I would have, <coughs> excuse me, I'd always sit in the room, the engineer room, mm-hmm. on the cord out to where to where that room or the isolation room, whatever, how big it is. <coughs> but the cabinet had moved; it rattled all the way across the room from where the, where it was being recorded. We're like, really? Oh. Oh, yeah, it was. It was pushing so much. I'd take the hundred watts, cranking on ten. And I was running it with four ohms, so it's really pushing the speaker yeah. hard, really hard. And um, it, the cabin was rattling so hard, it, mo- it moved across the, the, the parquet <laughs> floor. So we put it back and I had to put another cabinet on top of it, you know, nice. for weight.
1: Or put some <laughs> just, cinder blocks behind it so it do not go anywhere.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about. <laughs> but That's there's funny. certain ways you got to, you know, t- to get a good sound in the old days. Um, now it's all digital, but to, you know, in analog, you got it's the speakers that get a good sound. The way the mic is right on the speaker, where it's actually faced on the speaker. which kind of mic? A fifty-seven, fifty-eight, Sennheiser, whatever you use. Yeah, you know, it didn't matter. That <coughs> <Wait a minute. coughs> I stuck man, like sometimes I wake up, my my throat's all clogged. And I'm like getting no air, <laughs> yeah. just because yeah. the radiation stuff, you know, all that phlegm. Pr- well, look. I yeah, mean, yeah. Uh, September sixteenth
1: yeah. screening. Mean man, uh, it's going to be great. Yeah. You got a meet and greet and signing, of course, at the Piranha Bar, in Montreal, September sixteenth. Yeah. Basically, your, your ticket's going to be great. Going to be doing dates in Toronto, Quebec City, and Cornwall too. Yeah. Uh, Chris Holmes, and, yeah.
2: thanks a lot for and coming on the do, show. You're welcome back anytime. Might, hang on, I might do something special at a bunch of almost. I think four shows or three shows, just something special. If they want to know what it is, go on, go on the web, my website. Look, and I'll tell tell you in a few days.
1: Cool. Mm, all
0: right. Perfect. surprises. It'll Who be, doesn't
2: like that? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. A surprise.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we like surprise. We also like door prizes. So if there's door prizes and surprises, I'm really
2: yeah. <laughs> you mean a door like number three, number two, kind of door?
0: <laughs> Good old door prize. <laughs> all right, Chris. Yeah,
2: we'll let you go. Thanks a lot for chatting. We'll so... See you <laughs> soon. <laughs> that I'm was sorry. great. Thank you very on. much. Absolute it's pleasure. Really did we talk about something cool or whatever you liked? Yes, was absolutely. It was absolutely. awesome. Perfect.
1: <laughs> you said it all.
2: Next time we talk, we got to talk about all my drug use and all the things that happened when I was high as a kite. Sure, <laughs> that'd, <laughs> that'd be awesome, things, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll do a part two for sure. <laughs> the
0: drug yeah. chronicles.
2: Perfect chronicle. How much? How much chemicals I used to shove in my down my nose or in my arm or good you God. know <laughs> down my throat? Oh yeah. I used sounds- to do some heavy, heavy drug use. Wow! You
1: know, sounds like a good time. It,
2: well, where I grew up at in, in California, if you in, in in high school in the seventies, if you didn't do drugs, you were an outcast, right? You hmm. know, and what there, there was no let's say no to drugs. It was like say yeah to drugs because they were safe then, right. How did you manage to get off of anybody, You know,
0: how did you manage to get off of that? I mean, uh, as we speak today, are you drug free or are you still? Uh,
2: the I haven't heroin? done any drugs. I haven't okay. done any drugs over here because, first of all, I don't know anybody to get it. You <laughs> right. Know? And 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 over here, it's, it's, there's no meth. Um, Methadone. Um, it, well, I was on. I was on um uh, whatever the. Yeah, yeah. What, what do they give you? The heroin, uh, methadone? No, 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 no. Methadone I was on morphine. Clinics. Right. I uh, I don't want to say I was drug free because for two and a half months, three months, I was on morphine. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah, but that you counts. Know, during... It's clinical. You know, it's not like well, you
2: know, I'd be lying if I said I was drug free because I just took morphine for three months. And boy, let me tell you, the come down getting when I when I cut it off, I went through the withdrawal short that I've never felt in my life for um, about two about a month. Um, my saving grace is that heroin does not agree with me. It makes me ill. I don't want to do it. The next day is even worse. So I've never been a heroin addict. You know, methamphetamine yeah. in the old days, it slows me down. If, my, if I could do so, my heart rate goes down, I relax. Mm-hmm. That's the right. opposite of what it does to people. So my, my body acts completely different on drugs. And uh, I used to really be, shoot a lot of cocaine. Mm-hmm. And, and when uh, I used to love this when I was 18 do speed balls. Ooh, man, that's the so high. That's good. <laughs> How do you do a speed? Better. Bet with heroin and cocaine, right oh, in the arm. Right in the arm, yeah.
1: yeah. See, oh, yeah. I, I always and said you, I could never be a, a heroin addict or like do that because I I
2: hate needles. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. I don't like needles, but it's it's easy when you do it yourself because it's does You just poke it in a certain way. I I would never teach teach anybody how to shoot an endormol. I ever do that again, you know. Yeah. Stupid. It's so it's, it's a it's a highway to hell. You
0: yeah. know. You know. After, highway uh, to hell after a surgery a heart surgery they gave me something called Fragmin, which i had to inject into my stomach and i had like five of them to do and it was just like
2: a day, oh, good a, day
0: a day no five, five five one a day for five d- and i just went oh i'm out yeah yeah, <laughs> so, yeah they- so 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 to, so to be
2: a drug addict for i uh-uh, uh uh-uh, no nope. they had to inject they had to inject me something in my stomach a few months ago here it was weird. I don't know why they have to do it in the stomach, you know. But um, yeah. yeah, you know, it's it's why you use needles because you kind of like your your tolerance. You know, <coughs> when you snort coke, you, you learn to smoke it because snorting your tolerance goes. And then oh, smoking wow, I get twice as so <coughs> high. that drops. So <coughs> but the next thing is you shoot it, and that's that's um that's the highway to hell, man. Yeah, you know John Belushi, he died. He died happy, let me tell you. <laughs> you know, it's, when you do when you, when you do chemicals, you just have to know where the fine line is, which you don't want to fall off each side, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, well, well you're, next, you're here with you're here with us
0: now and, and you'll be in Montreal yeah. soon. So hey. Yeah. Good
1: yeah. story. Yeah. Happy next, ending. Next time you come so back. Am I gonna home, meet we'll, uh, you guys? Yes, am you're am gonna meet you guys when
0: I'm yeah, there. Probably. Sure. I think we'll go to that show. I, so. I think we're gonna I think we'll pop by. Yeah! Yeah! Absolutely! Okay. We're, yeah, we're all, all all in for it. We got a picture with uh, okay. with Chris Holmes. I'm down for that. Yeah,
2: yeah. Just, no, just as long as you awesome. guys don't give me COVID, it'll be fine
1: no, 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 no. We'll,
0: <laughs> and it'll and, we'll be good you no know, uh, jeremy's only yeah. in his 20s so he, he didn't yeah. get to see you at the time but but i grew up through the 80s and i i, right. I got to see the videos i got to go oh oh the, look at those scary people that's oh let me go back to you Culture never,
2: club <laughs> did you ever see wasp when we played in canada we played there a few times um I'm trying to think. I, right. I, I the last the last Was
0: show that I was supposed to see got canceled because the the lead singer pulled a stunt. Yeah, you know, he shows up and says, "Oh, the stage is too small, too small for my microphone," and and bailed. And ugh, anyway, it was that, ridiculous.
2: That, but, that's because the sales, the ticket sales, weren't very good. That's just you know. Yeah, and it was a it was a,
0: a club of uh, 700 people. It was the Foufoun Electric in Montreal and he just bailed. I mean, it was it those was Those are the best
2: those are the best places to play, the real small ones, a lot of yeah. people, man. Are better than a big place. I'd just rather play those. Yeah, and that's I, but, the way. I I don't
0: I am pretty sure I saw Wasp yeah. uh, back in the day. I, I must have seen yeah. you open for
2: Kiss. I don't know. Kiss. Well, yeah. We played I think we played in Toronto with Black Sabbath. We played one show in in 87 with Sabbath up there i'm a toronto or a, i don't know where if it's my i it was somewhere over the border i know that yeah. i'm not too i'm not too i don't know too much of a whatever but yeah. all mm-hmm. right so yeah. you guys are signing off we kept you. going about drugs oh all,
1: all good right. well we'll we'll talk more about it next time <laughs> yeah thank you sir we'll do it. always we'll a do pleasure
0: it. an all new episode of the mitch lafon and jeremy white show
1: tuesday at noon available wherever you stream Catch up on past interviews, bonus content, and episodes on demand
0: now. Visit youtube.com slash Jeremy White Show.
2: Follow Mitch and Jeremy on Twitter. Yeah, they're verified. At Mitch Lafon and at Jeremy White MTL.